When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, happy new year, Gleeks. It's 2022, which blows my mind. Um, yes. Like every tweet and meme says, I'm still processing 2019. Um, still processing. And now it's three years later. How, how, Andrew, New Year's resolution, do you have one? New Year's resolution, I mean pod specific uh i mean it's we will still be in the first round <laughs> when this year <laughs> this year ends Long live the um, which is sort of insane to even like wrap my head around uh but i mean like three months into 2023 we will be uh officially done every glee song we will have half of <laughs> of the songs okay so uh, <laughs> i know we say this so much that it's just everybody's like shut up already um, yeah. But the Glacket is so long. Uh, so when I check the cute little Excel document that you have that has all the songs and our Zoom yes. links, um, mm-hmm. and I saw that it went to 2023, I was like, oh my gosh, this will take a couple years. No, sure. no, no. 2023 is just the first round. Just the first round. <laughs> I feel like I did the math and um, because my goal was not to be... Um, 30 when uh this podcast ends <laughs> not to be and 30. i will be <laughs> a few months short of it oh uh, i i think that it's predicted that it will end in august of, of 2025 2025 um and this is all we're doing the work people we we're doing god's a work. lot of people talk about doing the work and we are doing the glurk the glurk um here so what's our uh, our resolution what do we want to get out of 2022 on this podcast? Um, to make the right decisions. I mean, it's really hard to make the right decisions when um, everybody has opinions. Uh, <laughs> uh, but to make decisions that most people are in favor of. Mm-hmm. I I want to hear, I'm not going to teach your boyfriend how to dance with you in 2022. I have a feeling that since it's my fave, it will probably be the last one we pull. Um, in a couple years. Which will be a nice cap, no? Yeah, yeah. But I want to hear it this year. Going into January 1st, 365 days. Yeah. I'm hoping. I will say that song in particular, you seem to be like picking songs that have um, not that much of a performance. You did this with oh, Can't Fight no. This Feeling. You're right. And... With this song, there's a lot of conversation happening, and um, I don't care. It's I. I don't care. I love it. I love. Care. Okay, I I love this song as well, and I wish it well. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Yeah. We we were gonna talk about something, and again, this okay. Hopefully, this will be our last extremely backlogged podcast. But Andrew sure. and I just saw West Side Story, and I think it can tie in very well with Glee conversations because Glee covered so almost all West Side Story oh, yeah. songs. Um, incredible! I love that movie. Oscars everywhere. You know, I would I would have loved to have seen um, 
the quintet uh, cover on Glee. You know, like, <laughs> oh my God, that would have been so good. I guess, who would that be by? That would be by... Um, Everybody. Rachel, Blaine, Mike, Santana, and then... Did Mike play who, Riff? Oh, yeah. Yes. I yeah. was thinking about that in literally opening credits. I was like, wait... It was Mike Riff? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mike was Riff. And I think that was, that was really, I think that was fun for him. That was perfect. <laughs> I loved it. I, along those lines, I want you to guess when the most people in the theater got up to go use the bathroom. Oh, I had to use the bathroom in the middle. I did too. Of it. And I used it right after, I think it was like between Tonight and America. And it was just dialogue. And I was like <laughs> thankful that I didn't miss any performance. But when, when do you think the most people got up and left? Uh, cool is my least favorite number of the... <laughs> that is when I got up to pee, right? Yeah. And But the most people got up during G Officer Krupke, which was not on Glee. It should have been. I think that would have been crazy. Oh, Kurt played Officer Krupke. Mm-hmm. And we would have been able to see it. We saw him in his costume backstage. Um, that was it. But I would have appreciated it. That was bad casting on Artie's part. <laughs> I don't understand that. Who would Kurt have been better at? I... <sighs> Riff. I don't know. I Like, Chino? <laughs> Maybe. This, uh, the West Side Story... <laughs> We're just going to blow past that one. Steven okay. Spielberg's West Side Story version of Chino was different, a little bit more meek than... Um, normally in the stage oh version. i loved it i loved it i loved i loved you know. that it's like oh i loved everything steven spielberg thank you thank you steven you don't you don't get praise enough <laughs> steven you don't have enough oscars <laughs> in enough decades speaking of awards we have <laughs> sag award winner um from the cast of glee you know him as jacob ben israel uh josh sussman hi josh how are you doing good how you doing Doing so great. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I'm enjoying the West Side Story talk because <laughs> I uh, told someone that I would, before I saw it, and they said they told me I'm not allowed to see it because I can't support Ansel Elgort. And I'm like, right. no, I'm supporting Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know. No, but then they were like, yeah, I'm going to see it too. And I think they just wanted to pretend. Yeah. I don't know to seem cool. I don't even know. I didn't. I didn't watch the news. I don't know what Ansel did, but I guess maybe he's been a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Not good stuff. But I will say that Ansel was like the worst. The weakling. But Rachel Ziegler. Wow. Incredible. She was so good. I'm so excited now for her as Snow White. Like after seeing this, I was like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) I approve. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So we kind of want to talk, we have so many questions for you. We've had a lot of people that have been on the show, but after the show already started, you were kind of there all the way from season one, episode one. Episode Episode two. Episode two. I came in the second episode. Yeah, there's something exciting about being on a show before it airs, before you know what it is. Yeah. Um, Because I had no idea. Uh, And (laughs) then when it... And it was also, I was in like five of the first 13. So, yeah. and I only saw the scripts and plots for those ones. And when it aired, I was like doing puzzle pieces because I only saw my scenes and 
I thought maybe Finn was the dad. And then I was trying to figure out some of the episodes. I was like, fuck. Like he's, um, yeah, I didn't, I, know, I think it was in Prager's episode four. So it was, yeah. it was so fun watching as a fan, but also someone who was on set only getting glimpses. <laughs> no, totally. I mean, like Jacob and Israel was like so part of the plot. He was the one that revealed to Sue about Quinn being pregnant. He was vocal. Yeah. Yeah. People hated that. <laughs> <laughs> how how did the like initial even the audition process come along? Where did it come from? How was it like pitched to you? This is just a show or it's high this going to be gigantic musical show. Oh, no one knew. So it was like January 2009. And I had, I was in a terrible movie um, that was having its premiere that night. And the movie was called Midgets versus Mascots. Um, Oh, gosh. Wait, that's bad? Yeah. Yeah, it was really, but it's a job you don't know. And so how often do you get to go? It's like a theater, there's the premiere. But right before going, I'm told, I get a call from my manager that I have an audition for this Ryan Murphy show called Glee. And yeah. Ryan Murphy's the guy who did Nip Tuck, which I heard was really good, but I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. And I'm told, and it's just for one episode. It's okay. a one episode thing, but my manager explains, you know, it's, he's in the school. So, you know, you could always, um, this is a, this is a good one. These are, you know, good people you want to, if you, if they like you, you're in the school, they could bring you back whenever in the cafeteria. So yeah, I, so I had no expectations. Like it's no pressure of auditioning for the biggest show in the world. Um, right. So normally like I want to go to bed early and, you know, learn all my lines, but I have, I have this premiere to go to. And then at the premiere, everyone's wanting to drink rum and there's pure yeah. pressure. <laughs> it's like, I, know, I can't be drinking the night. Well, it's at a movie premiere. How often does this happen? Um, <laughs> so I'm doing that. And then I had a friend who was visiting town um, and I was going to be showing her around and I was going to take her to the, I told her I was going to take her to the Hollywood sign in the morning, but then I had my audition was at like one o'clock and I was like, ah, I don't, <laughs> I still want to be a good host to my visiting yeah. friend. So I think a lot of the not being able to, cause you could ag- agonize over a script mm-hmm. and read it a million times. So I think having just not being able to have the time to yeah. really just obsess over it. Um, but my name was originally, I was auditioning for the role of Randy Henkis, um, who was, a, I guess, a jock. He's in the Celibacy Club. I'm trying to think. I, I mean, it was mostly, my audition was the dialogue in the second scene, or was it the first scene of Celibacy Club, where I say, I think I'm going to kill myself. All the, But then the original line, as I mentioned, making a Spanish omelet in my pants, but instead they changed that to Cinco de Mayo. Like whenever I grind Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> originally that was, yeah. Um, so I, I auditioned for Robert Ulrich um, mm-hmm. and he uh, he tells me on the spot, oh, you, like that was really good. You were really natural. I'm going to um, bring you in for a callback um, to mm-hmm. meet the producers. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, so I was like excited. And at that point I was been working somewhat, you know, regularly. I was on Drake and Josh, I on Wizards of Waverly Place. And I, mean, I just finished doing this terrible movie. Um, <laughs> so, so to me, it's like, okay, you know, you go and then you do a commercial, then maybe you do an episode on the thing. So it's always cool to get a job. So I, I go to the, I go to the callback, which is at Paramount. Um, mm-hmm. 
and Ryan Murphy's there. I, I don't know who he is, but he, <laughs> I, I do it. And there's other actors in the waiting room who I recognize. And I don't think it would be fair to them to say who they are. But <laughs> sure. it's always, you're always, it's always intimidating. Like, ah, oh, that person's there. And, um, but I just, I do the audition. I say the lines and, but then like two weeks went by and I didn't hear anything. I was thinking, oh, I bet this other guy got it. And I think my hair was kind of long. So I got a haircut. So that's why, so in my, in my first episode, Show Me, is my hair is a lot shorter uh, <laughs> right. than it becomes. And because I ended up, I guess, getting the job. And that's the first thing Ryan asked is, oh, your hair was longer. What? I was like, oh, I just got a cut. And it yeah. didn't matter, I guess. But then, <laughs> oh, my lines that I said to Rachel, or you enchant me. And then yep. she's talking about boy, girls wanting sex just as much as boys. And I ask, is that accurate? None of that was in the <laughs> script. That was on the spot. Ryan gave me those lines. Oh, wow. Was, and so I didn't even do any acting yet because we shot that scene first. So that was, we shot that before the other scene where all the boys are in the classroom together. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, this is cool. They're adding to my part. And um, I remember everyone <laughs> yeah. like cracking up with that. Is that accurate? And I was, um, and I, and I was just trying to, I didn't know anything. I didn't know I was going to have a crush on Rachel, but the fact that I was saying you enchant me like on the spot, I was just giving her extra looks. And I guess hope maybe that planted seeds. I don't know sure. how it happened, <laughs> but yeah, the very next, we had one other day, which was during the push it performance where I just stood up and I said, uh, screamed. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Ryan <laughs> at that point on that day, Ryan told me, Hey, if you see more scripts, your name's going to now be Jacob. Uh, or it's not going to, mm-hmm. because at that time when I was doing that in the script, it was all Randy. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. in my mind, I was thinking, oh, I'm coming. I'm coming back. I might get a second episode. Right. Um, I was just happy about that. Wait, so so Jacob's like, I, I guess the role that you auditioned for was, it was a jock was, character. Yeah, it was kind of nondescript because they were all the jocks kind of in the celibacy club together. And right. I, I wish I, I was trying to find the email that had the audition, but I don't think I said that email <laughs> foolishly because that would now be a great artifact to have, but yeah. it was the same dialogue as Jacob. So um, in the celibacy club, so it's, it's not like it was, a, they changed and gave me a whole new character. So it was that dialogue, yeah. but I guess whatever I did worked, thankfully. I mean, you were perfect, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and on that, my first, so that first day was the first day of the second episode, which was because they did the pilot in October. Okay. So this was mm-hmm. in February. So it was like, everyone's first day back after the pilot. Yeah. I think it was Heather Morris's first day and it was, um, yeah, everyone was just th- happy to be there. It was, but oh, I didn't sleep the night before because I think I was excited for like a first day of school and I drank a lot of green tea <laughs> and I didn't realize much caffeine. So yeah. on my first day of Glee, I only had like an hour of sleep. Just Oh my gosh. Yeah, wow. I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> JBI's character like literally like had like no filter at all. Were there any like scripts that you were like, oh my God, this is so insane that I'm going to say this? Um, I guess more than what I said, but the Britney Britney episode, the second episode of the right. second season, <laughs> I, I thought, oh wow, like that that I think was the most insane thing. Yeah. But the show was so good. I never thought of, I, I was just, whatever they have, I was happy. You were like, I'm just going for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> totally. I, I got I got naked for them. I, I took off all my clothes. 
And oh, that, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And oh, I'll tell you something about that. I think when you don't have your clothes on, you're self-conscious about how you look. And I was doing push-ups in the trailer as you find, not that yeah. that does anything, but they always have so much delicious food. And I remember making mm -hmm. myself like a delicious sandwich and I did such a yeah. good job making myself the sandwich. I ended up deciding I'm going to make myself another sandwich. So like, <laughs> by the time we did that scene, I had two sandwiches. Inside. Also, like <laughs> naked in front of Jane Lynch, too, adds even more pressure, right? Well, it's not just her, it's like it's the whole crew. And totally, like, you yeah. hear about <laughs> them having, you know, minimal crews during those kind of scenes. No, it wasn't like that. And I, yeah. I just had a, a, all I had was a tiny towel that I had to put on my front. Um, oh, my God. Like nothing on the back. So it was very. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Like method acting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would say that's probably JBI's craziest um, moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now, I think, I don't think JBI, I'd wonder if the character was around now, like in the Me Too movement era, like he done some very inappropriate <laughs> blackmail that... Oh yeah, where yeah. he's like, I, I'm, I want to kiss you right now. I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would fly. <laughs> yeah, no, just this, yeah, threatening to write a bad review unless, um, right, he shows that over the shoulder <laughs> boulder holder, mm -hmm. <laughs> getting the sweater puppies out of their cashmere cage. Oh, good. You just have these at the get go. <laughs> I guess they stay in you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess they're hard to forget. I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What do you want for her? I'll give you my house. I will kill my parents and give you my house. And there are people because so they good. tweet them or they quote them to me. So it's like, oh yeah, I said that. That was. <laughs> no, that's they go so right good. back at you. <laughs> uh, you were on the show for multiple seasons in and out. Um, what would you say was the best era of Glee for you? maybe personally in your career, either on set? Great question. Um, the first 13 episodes are the most special. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of that, everyone is excited there. It's just an extra excitement. Everyone's excited to be working. But then the next most exciting, and maybe this might be potentially more exciting, is the back nine of season one. Because at that point, we won our SAG Awards. Um, we were at the Golden Globes. So during then, I, because before that, we had no idea that it's a hit show. But then everyone in that cast became so busy. And like they were yeah. working between rehearsals and touring the world. I think naturally people just become more guarded and they're working all the time. So there's less friendliness, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. which uh, I understand. I get it. I understand that it's. But I feel like the first season was special and there was really, I'll say, minimal ego. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, it, was, it was a really special time. And I think the discover, discovering it together. Um, so I remember in, I think it was December 2009. Yeah, December 2009, Heather Morris had a Christmas party. And that was the first time I saw Corey Monteith since we wrapped in sectionals in July. And he was like, mm -hmm. we're on a hit show. How cool is this? How cool? Like the show, because it came out in September. And it's just like, you know, they're enjoying it. And they're not at that point so, you know, overworked. And it's, yeah. and I just think, yeah, just sharing. It was 
very special. Um, yeah. And I, I think my I think my favorite stuff also that I had to do was probably in the first season or maybe the first two seasons. Uh, and before the second season, I mean, I would look myself up. People do that. And IMDb used to have message boards. And if you're on something and people are talking about you, you naturally want to look it up. You want to know. But yeah. after the Britney Spears episode, that was the first time I started getting like really negative stuff about me mm-hmm. um, because of, and I understand it's because of the character, but the way people write things, they wouldn't differentiate and they would, oh, Josh Sussman is so gross. Josh Sussman is, uh, right. he's, he's so like creepy and like talking about me. Oh, it's not just the character in real life, like in interviews, he's oh, so God. awkward. And I think that was hard. It was honestly very hard for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there were even, like, I'm so grateful that IMDb message boards are gone. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> yeah. I do. But there were messages, not only on the Glee message board, but on my personal message board, like, kick him off the show. And, uh. and a lot of things, like, he's just... And after a certain amount of time, I started appearing in less episodes. So mm. I have no idea. Is it because right. the pe- that is so... <laughs> uh, like, that stuff, it became harder to then enjoy it even though it was thrilling to mm-hmm. right be on yeah. that show and like i remember like letters okay tell you my favorite or that's not my favorite letter that i got that just kind of scarred my brain um mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll bleep out the swear words but this was <laughs> um dear josh sussman who plays jacob ben israel i want to punch you in the face never mind I want to punch you in the penis so you can't ever procreate and have filthy kids like yourself. You ruined what should have been one of the best songs, Toxic, by basically jacking off the whole time. I hate you. Go die, Amy. Oh, my God. You have that memorized. That's how... Amy. Ah, Amy. Yeah. And it's... Oh. (laughs) Uh, No, so that really tainted my experience where before it was just fun right yeah believe and it's right. um no but i mean like I've, you were good at your job the character was not that great i mean yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah, the character no, but the choices that he made yeah and, but people yeah. couldn't differentiate right. it sure and it made like and during the show it became fun because we got to go to so many cool events and just be sure. at the golden globes but then they interview you and when you've never done that like red carpet interviews they're awkward right like it's not yeah. a natural thing it's not a natural mm-hmm. thing for just a microphone to be even though that's what jacob did he just right. put the microphone <laughs> but it's oh yeah <laughs> being judged on that um no and i guess that's a long answer for the early years season one mm. absolutely favorite season i've uh, i think season one's actually the only one i've probably seen i've probably watched season one five times but i don't yeah. okay. think i did for it's good. the future yeah did you, you have a fa- favorite season? Yeah, uh, season three. And I've okay. already pulled our first our first song, and it is from season three. And so I'm eager to see. So, do you know the context of where the char- main characters go? Lightly by the end. Okay. Um, yeah. Heck yes, this will be good. What I want, you've got. It might be hard to handle, like the flame that burns a candle. The candle feeds the flame, but I've got 
the next ones like for me i don't know if this is technology it was very um lagging the technology the streaming the is that yeah was it for you guys like it was very, it was laggy for me oh, <laughs> no it wasn't smooth i have you on full screen i don't know if i minimize my screen no then... it's one of us it's either the potential of zoom or there's a huge storm coming through my area so internet <laughs> might be kind of kooky but, but that's... I, I heard the entire song you, you heard know, it, it was perfect. <laughs> you could see the visual yeah. <laughs> you could kind of see the colors <laughs> yeah <laughs> seeing Darren um, and Chris just makes me happy yeah. especially in the mustache <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah he could do no wrong <laughs> and the hair this this was from an era of glee where I literally would download every song from Tumblr and it would be on my iPod before the episode ever even aired. Um, Which I appreciate being able to watch it because I didn't realize how much Quinn and Tina are involved in this song. That's what I was gonna say. I love Diana Agron in this song. I love her like like, taking the lead female vocal. Like Rachel's in this song, but doesn't sing. Like doesn't mm-hmm. have like a, a like a solo moment in it, and um, Quinn is like singing at Shelby. It's like it's so like ominous. I I love it. <laughs> um, it's it's a good performance, but of course, in context against the Adele mashup in the same episode, doesn't hold a candle. It's still good though. I love. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what do you think? Oh, I wish it wasn't liking, but it was. You know, it's fun to. See. They're great. I they're all very talented and the people who are also in the background it's just so fun to watch what they do and what the yeah. camera cuts to and it's um yeah what a good looking group of people also <laughs> <laughs> true those outfits they're so good i this is a good mashup i can tell like ever since we had audrey from songs uh from a yeah. suitcase on she mentioned uh, during one of during paradise by the dashboard light that singing like that 
while dancing like that is definitely not realistic. So now I think about that every time. And this song, the dancing, like, doesn't match up with the vocals. Yeah. Like, the vocals Mm. are just very, like, yeah, we're just sitting around, just singing. And the dancing's like, okay, where are we going next? We're pairing up. It doesn't bother you. It It doesn't take it out from me. Like, it doesn't take me out of the fictional world mm-hmm. but it just makes me think and i'm and <laughs> this song in particular it feels like more obvious i will say like with this song because it's a mashup when i hear it just like the original now it's like i'm putting in the i can't go for that yep and you make my dreams come true <laughs> because of this song <laughs> um anything else to say about this song before we get into what it's against good okay it's good i i like it yeah there's nothing bad about it i I agree okay from the final season of glee josh did you watch the final season i did okay okay you have watched it all the way through i did i just oh i just i I couldn't understand why i wasn't in 2009 like like that i think I've, I've, that's only, I've seen those just one time, but I couldn't, yeah, like, and that's something people ask, oh, why weren't you there? I don't know. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, it's not fresh in my memory. Like, I don't, Right. there was, I guess last year there was one of, I guess the main girl from that season week was in the news and I, I couldn't, I had to look up to remember. Oh, yeah. right. Like, it's not fresh. So this will be, yeah. like, I'm seeing it for the first time. Yes. Late in the evening, glass on the side, I sat with you for most of the night. Ignoring everybody here, we wish they would disappear, so maybe we could get down now. I don't wanna know if you're getting ahead of the program. I want you to be my lady, to hold your body close. Take another step into the no man's land. Oh, 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 oh,
lag on that. So much was the lag better. God damn it, it's me. Okay. It's a you issue. No. <laughs> Um, okay, Sing by Blaine and the Warblers. Um, Josh, do you have any immediate thoughts on that performance? Um, it's, those Warblers are, are great. And just um, cinematically, just the camera was really fun. And that yeah. one, it's like, I, yeah, I mean, I don't remember the context of it, but do you get chills when Blaine puts his Warbler jacket back on? Like, is that, <laughs> like, he right. wears that jacket very well. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, they yeah. love, they love, pull it. Blaine's supposed to be in the background of all these Warbler performances. This happens like three times. Blaine is right. in the background and the Warblers are like, no, no, no. Come on. You're, you're no, joining no, no, us. Join us. <laughs> uh, I will Amazing. say like this performance started off as like a D for me, but then when like Blaine joined, I liked it so much more. Yes. I don't know. I, I really liked this performance a lot more than I thought that I would. That's interesting coming from you, considering I'm usually the one that's like, I love everything Blaine Anderson does. Yeah. I will die by the Blaine no, Anderson. This no, was, this was a surprising one that I didn't realize that I liked until this watch. Um, only Ed Sheeran song that they covered in the series. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, also loved the like POV you're on a rotating couch with Darren Chris. Good <laughs> <laughs> life. What, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm sort of like tossed up on what my vote would be between these two songs, honestly. Is it just well, between these two or is there a third? Yeah. There's this between two. this one and then we'll have two more pairs of songs that. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to, I want to just put it out there. That this is before Dalton Academy burns down. Burns the ground. One of the, the last performances we ever get in Dalton Academy. <laughs> Sentimental? Maybe. Maybe. Should be remembered fondly then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have my vote. Maybe? Josh, do you have your vote? I, I have my vote. Do you want it? I want it. Yes, I mean, please. The Warblers. Sing. Uh, yes, sing. I'll just throw a pity vote out to... New Directions singing. No, I'm Hollow saying Notes. I'm saying New Directions wins. Oh wait, you're saying, I'm saying you're saying New Directions just because of the uh, sentimentality of season three. Sing only Ed Sheeran. I love Ed Sheeran. The Warblers, crazy, love them. Yes, but this that section of season three is you love peak. it. Oh, it's then I'm the deciding factor. You are the tiebreaker. I mean, okay, since I already said I can't go back on my word, mm-hmm. um, I need to go. <laughs> I need to stick with New Directions. No, I'm so, I you really like say what you want. No, I mean I really liked I really liked Sing by the Warblers. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a it was a good number. Um, I I think that I liked you know we don't get many uh, Quinn Tina features uh, <laughs> and and so I you know I will be in that minority you know fighting for them. Okay. I don't know so. if this influenced my decision that one lagged a lot less and i realized that's that's not fair (laughs) to new directions and it was because this one was fluid and is able to enjoy it so i'm just so okay so josh is going to be voting for all of my computer Um. (laughs) (laughs) but that means okay i can't go for that still going through another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, okay. I don't know what to tell you about the lag. I don't know if that's something I can control. This song is jumping out of the cup. I love this song. And you just said, okay. we don't get a lot of Quinn, Tina. Guess what? Oh, we're getting good. Quinn. I don't think Tina, but we're getting okay. Quinn. It's giving Quinn. Hopefully the lag won't be that bad, but I can't promise anything. <laughs> Wait, do you, if it's already laggy, do you want me to pull it up on my computer? Uh, <laughs> no, it seems, it's fine. It, it seems actually okay. Okay. <laughs> I've been Keep crying. that in. Through Andrew's computer for now. Oh no! Your computer's cursed. Uh, No, Um. I think I'm connected to the guest Wi-Fi. I'm not. uh, My computer automatically went to guest instead of the main one. It's fine. I I know. I know. It's a personal problem that I'm talking to my therapist about how to deal with. It's affecting the glacket now. Oh no! Can you live with yourself? Okay, best Quolo, best Quolo, best Quinn solo. Uh, I'm not going to sign off on that. Um, I will say it's up there. I mean, we don't have too many, but I, I think I say a little prayer does. Oh, that's special. Yeah. It's special. Yeah. But it's the three of them together are, is yeah. magic. 
Literally, it's so good. the unholy trinity, mm-hmm. not the holy trinity, like I usually say, and the gleeks come <laughs> yeah. for my neck. Um, <laughs> I this I, this is my favorite Quinn solo. I love the song. I think it's inc- Diana's voice on it is incredible. The yeah. Heather Morris and Naya in the background. Just watching and- them dance is so amazing. Right. It's always a treat. Yes, I mean, and then also the fact that you know, with I say a little prayer. Heather and Naya didn't actually like record for that. So it's like a gospel choir singing <laughs> for the back for like two people in the background. Um, and to actually have their voices involved in this song was like, was great. I still, I say a little prayer, nostalgia factor is still going for it. But um, I love this. Sugar says, I believe right before this song starts, sing my favorite one which I am just like obsessed with like building that world of like, okay, these, these three girls are just like performing for fun in their downtime for the rest of the Glee Club. Uh, God, I hope so. It's, I love it. Yeah, no, it's just fun seeing them. It's just so much talent and it's great. And yeah. it's um, just having even memories of getting to see them do that in person, like not that specific yeah. one, but just in general. Um, they're, yeah, they're great. It's, and whenever I hear the songs or listen to the soundtrack, it's it makes sense why the show is so popular. So yeah. it is so good, and all the music has so much replay value. Mm-hmm. You were you were around for like a number of some really great performances. Were there any? Was there like one single like standout that you were like, "This is amazing!" Like your favorite Glee song. I'm trying to th- okay. I'm just let me think of the ones I was in. It was Push mm-hmm. It. Uh, which mm-hmm. was the first one, and it was I didn't even know I didn't know what kind of show I was on, and it was that was amazing, yeah. um, even, um, toxic watching them. But then what was then season three, the Purple Piano Project at the be- at the cafeteria before the food was, fight. Oh, we got the beat. Yeah, we got the beat. That was, maybe we got the beat. That was yeah, and with them just, like jumping on tables. Um, right, sectionals was awesome, but maybe I'm gonna give it to we got the beat of what I got to see yeah. in person. Were you yeah. throwing actual food? Um, yeah, yeah. We did that part <laughs> last, so you didn't have to clean up. And I was, right. I'll tell you, it was interesting. Leah, Michelle is uh, vegetarian or vegan. I don't know. So, like, it was, you, were, mm-hmm. you weren't allowed to throw meatballs. Like, we had spaghetti and meatballs, <laughs> but um, if you'll notice, no meatballs got on Rachel Berry. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Other people will get meatballs, but yeah, that was, they made sure to let us know. No meatballs on Rachel Berry. Yeah. <laughs> That's you incredible. Know that? Have you noticed that before? No. No. Now uh, I'll be sure to watch out for it now. No meatballs <laughs> touching Leah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when you were on set, did you just stick around only for your bits or were, were you meandering around Paramount as they were filming? Did you notice or did you see any other performances that you weren't directly in those scenes? Um. No, like you, it's, I wish, like, it's not like it was an open door that I yeah. could come, like, otherwise, like, in between the, the episodes I'm not in, I would just show up and watch a free concert, but it was, yeah, pretty much what I was there for, and, like, it was even, um, like, strict, like, if I would have an audition on the Paramount lot, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't even allowed to go, I couldn't go to the set, wow. just to watch, and I, I understand, they don't want, they're very right. secretive, like, I remember... Right. I, I mean, I was in this episode, but I wasn't at prom. But I remember even some yep. of the extras. Do you know this drama? I guess spoiled. Yes, too. we're well aware. Yeah. 
So I think anytime, like, not that I would ever spoil anything, but I, I don't think they, um, I'm trying to think, there were times actually when they would film scenes in the auditorium um, mm-hmm. where I was in the audience where they would maybe film other things and I'd get to watch that if they were filming that first and I'd just be sitting there. And I remember there was one where I was heckling, I think it was Night of Neglect. Yes. Um, and I, yes. I remember, what, like, I think, was it Tina? It was mm-hmm. Tina, and you were like, where's Rachel Berry? Yeah. <laughs> she was so good. Like, there was a lot of times, so we were watching her when the cameras weren't on us and we weren't heckling. And, like, that, right. a lot of the songs I heard for the first time on Glee, and which yeah. is funny because then I heard the real version of that song, and I like Tina's version. Better. Right. Yeah. Like, sometimes when you yeah. hear a song, you like the first, or if someone even, if you know someone and they're singing, and then you hear it on the radio, it's like, oh, I like how my. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like the heckling. I I wouldn't heckle her in real life, but because she no. was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was really good. And anytime you got to watch Harry dance. Right. Um, oh yeah. That's like wait. How does he do? This isn't. Spe- it's not special effects. He could really. Yeah. That. <laughs> CGI. He does the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, I, could, I vouch. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So going into what's against, come see about me. Okay, from the third episode of the series. Okay, is that is that acapellas? <laughs> it is acapellas. Okay. Yeah. I know my season one. Ah, tick tock, you don't stop. Stop to the ah, tick tock, you don't stop. Stop to the ah, tick tock, you don't stop. I know you're not gonna sing that song. going to <laughs> oh good um josh any immediate thoughts following <laughs> i want to sex you up by the acapellas um that was jane lynch's reaction to <laughs> yeah um to puck was really funny love and jama um is always so cute um, yeah. i don't like that to her reactions and mm. uh, I'm, I'm friends with patrick gallagher and i feel like just because of that, I'm going to have to give this my vote. You're lending your vote. Yeah. Okay. Wow. The vote that, is already cast. Is that too soon? Okay. I, I didn't lead any suspense. No. I just... No, that just a, shocks me. Oh, I just want to share just a memory that I had. Real, Tell us. Yeah. Stephen Tobolowski. I mm-hmm. met him uh, when I was like 16 years old. 
Um, mm. I have a picture, uh, it's on my Instagram, I'll send it to you. So he scrolled really far down. Yeah. Um, but I remember, um, and I brought the picture to set, like to show him, because I went to a Broadway show and like I met some of the actors backstage. And I remember telling him that, you know, I want to be an actor one day. And he had encouraging words. So it was yeah. just really, he, he has a podcast also. I don't know if you've ever listened to it, but he's a great storyteller. And being mm. on set with him was always really fun he's like the best storyteller um and it was just really cool how it came full circle how yeah that's, that's right you were in the you I, you were heckling with him that's right or even yeah before that in the roads not taken when i was being very inappropriate with rachel um mm-hmm. he came in he interrupted to tell me about a production of equus <laughs> <laughs> good I a couple moments with him he was really cool but oh, yeah Everyone on that stage, every one of those Akafellas was extremely nice to me. And I yeah. think that, I don't know if that makes me biased, but <laughs> well, you're able to have a whole group and it's like, I really like every one of those people. Okay, that kind of sways me. But the Quolo... Ooh, I'm a swayer. Am I a swayer? <laughs> You've been swaying. I got sway. <laughs> I just love the Quinn solo. I love Come See About Me. It's... I don't, okay, uh, I don't like a lot of Quinn songs, but I like that Quinn song, so that's what I'm going to vote for. Andrew. Listen, I'm voting for it too. Uh, I, I'm, but let it be known that I Want to Sex You Up did have one vote. Let the record show. <laughs> <laughs> is that really, is this going to make me so unpopular? <laughs> what kind of comments do you get on that uh, podcast? What kind of engagement? <laughs> Um, there are, I mean, the guests, I don't believe have like ever gotten like any, like, Hey, I cannot believe that you I can't believe you did this. this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it is just a song bracket at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no like real world ramifications. <laughs> um, okay. so, but like there have been songs that we've been made aware, um, divide people there are people that will die for like a prayer because it was like a prayer versus paradise by the dashboard light incredible songs both of them uh but people have their songs that are close to their heart and sometimes we're like we don't give a fuck about that song (laughs) language (laughs) i know what kind of and i bleeped out my Oh, we want the uncensored version. The uncensored. (laughs) Um, No, if anybody tries coming for you, Josh, for any of the decisions that you made today, (laughs) they'll have my back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. It's our glacket. It's not. It's not my glacket. It's not your glacket. It's ours. Okay, it's ours. I like glacket. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wait, Allison, do you want to tell me what the song that you're pulling? Yeah, (laughs) that's a good idea. Yeah, for the last competition. Okay, season six. Season six again, okay. Season six. Season six. I know, it's (laughs) a thousand miles from season six. Oh, okay. Is there something that's universally agreed on amongst Gleeks that is a least favorite season? Season six. (laughs) Not five? Yeah. Five? Back half of season five and season six is what I I get from the Gleeks. I yeah I don't think a lot of people really like the decisions that they made in season six. It was it was rushed. It was a shorter season. Um, season five is like funny to me. Like mm. it's like they they do a lot of like things that are just like okay this is so bad it's almost good. 
but season six was <laughs> it's so bad that it's it's not it's it's not good at all um but <laughs> i think this song we that go. we just pulled is a good example of this i love this song <laughs> <laughs> Downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Staring blankly ahead, just making my way, making my way through the crowd. And I need you, and I miss you, and now I wonder. If I could fall into the sky Do you think time would pass me by? Cause you know I'd walk a thousand miles If I could just see you tonight Yeah, tonight Yeah, tonight Oh, tonight miles by sam and rachel um i love the original song uh i think it was good josh what are we thinking <laughs> i don't care for that okay <laughs> just no yeah. leave it that yeah they're pushing this is the part of season six where they're trying to make sam and rachel happen is it ram is it sachel <laughs> either way i don't like it um, I think it is universally known as Sam Chill. Sam Chill. Sam Chill. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, well, I have a question. Which, yes. With that, I only started hearing the terms ship like during Glee. Right. Did Glee invent the <laughs> the slang of shipping of ships? In my in my head, I think it was. I think Glee fans, I think Doctor Who fans, I think Harry Potter fans had this peak in mm-hmm. like 2009, yeah. 2010, 2011 on the internet. And I think it was a culmination of all of that and relationships 
from all of those things. Yeah. Having a fandoms themselves, like uh, notably Dramine, which is Draco and Hermione, one of my mm. personal Harry Potter ships. <laughs> um, like I remember someone asking me if I shipped like like Rachel and Finn or whatever, and I, I didn't even know what ship meant. I remember <laughs> learning it for the first time <laughs> when the show, show came out. So it's like, it's all new language. So I didn't know if I was just yeah. behind in the slang or... No, I think Glee had a lot to do with that. That's cool. Yeah. And then you can ship something and then you can also have an OTP. Do you know what an OTP is? I've seen that. I, 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 what, what is it? <laughs> it's one true pairing. So I really liked Kurt and Blaine. So my OTP was Clayne. Okay. Right. And what is ONTD? ONTD? I know ONTD. I know OOTD, which is outfit of the day. And then there's another one that I see a lot, like O O O. I don't even remember. O O M F. No, I wait. <laughs> I I I don't think this is what you're referring to. But when I do search O N T D meaning, it's open neural tube defect. <laughs> um, or maybe oh no, they didn't. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this, uh, what it was O O O P. Do you know her? Op O O P O O P. Oh, out. Of, wait, is that? Uh, I don't know. O O C. Maybe O O C is out of character. It's so confusing. How is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I I wish we had bloopers of Leah's hair getting like in court over streets of face, and I'm just going. Totally. Yeah. I wish that would have happened. I will say that it seems as though. Lima, Ohio is the liveliest town <laughs> ever. To, <laughs> Just so to obviously be. Los Angeles. Like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, I don't really care for this song. Love Me the original. Either. I think that if they covered it in season one or season two, right. it would have been a hit. But this... Right. Was not for me. Yeah, I just got no chills watching it. I got, I felt no joy. And I feel like on most Glee songs, you would (laughs) feel some type of joy. Right. Glee by its definition. Yeah. Okay. So I have our final song of the episode, season four. Okay. Um, A Blam duet. Blam. Blam. Have you done Toxic yet? On the show, we have we have done toxic. What, 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 did, what did they say? What did um, they say? Was it bad? Toxic, toxic season two version is not going through. The season five version is going through. Okay. And then you know you can decide where you really belong. Dolphins, like dolphins can swim. Though nothing, nothing will keep us together. We can beat them forever and ever. Oh, we can be heroes. Just for one day I I will be king 
good. Josh, what do you think? I don't know. Uh, I kind of reserve my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> no. no, go ahead. What are you thinking? You know, I, I don't even. I'm, I, I don't want to say anything that's gonna just. I, th- I feel like I have a much different experience in relation to some of it. Okay. That mm. it just brings back different memories or other. I don't know. I'll say at first. I'll just. I'll, okay, I wasn't excited when I was a chord again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another, Another Sam, Sam duet. duet. Yeah. Um, but no, there's. It was all right. It was. It was fun stuff. Like, like seeing some of those fun. faces. Uh, these two songs. There, one is a little bit above the other. They're not. You could eliminate both, both of them if you want to save time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, both songs, not doing a lot for me. I, I don't think, and this might be a controversial opinion, but I don't think that I like a lot of the Blaine and Sam songs that much. Um, and this one is like not a standout for me. I, I just yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I like what do you what do you like about it? I, what I like about it is I like the almost acoustic arrangement of this song at the very beginning. Yeah. I think if Glee was still on, they for sure would have done a Bowie episode and this yeah. would have been again the final song that they sing as an exit to the episode. Um this entire like this episode in season 4 is this is like the part of season four that I don't really care about. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, Curtin Blaine are broken up. Why do I care? Right. Don't really. This is an empty brain one for me. I was just like, I really want to provide some some sort of response to this song, but did nothing for me. Like no, nothing, nothing good, me. nothing bad. I was just like empty, empty thoughts. I mean, they did community <laughs> service and then... And then they stopped doing community service to paint Roll Tina. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's a middle of the road song what for me. What are we judging it on? Is it just, is it everything? Is it the singing? Is, is it the song? Is it, because the first one was more visually more interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, yes. I know when we're talking about a song, we're not talking about visuals. So like, how, what are you judging? The every, general like, vibe. The general vibe between the two of us, me and Andrew, not a single musical bone in this, in these bodies. No. Um, but mm-hmm. we do judge music. Um, so it's kind of just, the we're judging it on the vibe, nostalgia, the context, the singing, the characters, the outfits. Okay. It can be anything. I got so. nothing on, on this one. I, <laughs> I, I and this isn't me being a hater, because... I, I I love this show and I know they have so much great ones, but these two right. were two clunkers in a row. <laughs> two clunkers. No, I completely agree. I will vote for Heroes because I liked that one better. And I like season four better than season six. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, do you, do you have a vote or do you not? Are you, what I are you thinking? I could abstain or I could. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, can, is that... Is that weird I, if I abstain? Because it's like... Because I do have my vote, which would put you in the hot seat. Oh. For the tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> then, then let's... Oh, yes. Okay. 
Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be, I guess I have to vote then. Okay, well, let me hear, play your case for what you're going to vote for. And let's see if I can. So I'm voting now. for A Thousand Miles. I think that I, this song, it, it, me, it's, it's, it's just a good song. I like the original song more. Um, I'm glad that Glee covered it. I didn't, I'm not really crazy about the, the um, context in which Glee covered it. I thought like they could have done a better um, story with the song. Um, this is simply like an off episode where I think Rachel's learning piano, if memory serves. Um, and so they sing this. Uh, and I would, if I was like, well, I guess what I'm voting for is if I was out on a walk listening to music, I would rather listen to A Thousand Miles than Heroes Gleecast version. Okay. Huh. But, hmm. <laughs> Allison, do you want to play your case why I should yeah. vote? I just um, um, like, Heroes, uh, you, uh, there's paint. Okay, so I'm going to have to go with thousand miles because the paint isn't <laughs> enough uh yeah it's yeah. that's fair i i'd hope that in the next glacket this doesn't go uh yeah i don't I think, think it'll go two four, two, two four choices this is yeah yeah that is what it is wait so i have all the winners uh you do have all the winners and i have all the losers i can't go for that you making my slash you're making my dreams come true Come See About Me and Thousand Miles are going through to the next round of the Glacket. And I have Sing, season six version, I Want to Sex You Up, and Heroes staying behind. Sad. Sad. Crazy. Josh, to wrap up the end of the episode, you've kind of alluded to this, but we wanted to, we always ask, what songs do you think Glee would be singing now in 2022? If Glee was still on in 2022, what are they singing? Right. But since you were there, uh, yeah. What, what do you think Jacob Ben Israel is doing? You mentioned the Me Too movement a little bit. Oh, um, I guess <laughs> you know. Hopefully, I, I guess Jacob. Hopefully, he didn't do anything worse than that. And hopefully, sure. I don't know if it's chalked up to high school immaturity. Um, and, you know, I guess Rachel was the only one and she wanted those good reviews. So it was a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> um, right. But no, I hope maybe Jacob is working for like a TMZ or even maybe for not so much gossiping, but something legitimate like the New York Times or. Yeah. Uh, like to think something in journalism. And uh, yeah. I'd like to think he's doing well and that um, he had a wake up call and realized uh, yeah, we never got to really learn too much more about Jacob, or I don't know if there was anything to... <laughs> what is he like? What is he not like? What is he doing in his yeah. free time? Yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah, we never really got to know, though. I'll t during... Um, I think I did this a few times, but during... I think it was Never Been Kissed, the sixth episode of season two, mm -hmm. you kind of see Jacob in the background during one of the songs with Puck and Artie in the outdoor cafeteria yes yeah and, and so i had no nothing to do i was just in the scene so as an actor you have get props and i had a notebook um and like i'm just writing and i, I wrote a journal for jacob just in it and it was it was real um, <laughs> so I, I i wonder where those are like those would be fun to read i don't even know if it exists <laughs> oh, anymore but i just keep i was just trying to write down whatever jacob's thoughts are i mean apparently his like his parents are completely disposable at the hands of of Rachel Berry. 
right? Kill like, my parents. <laughs> kill my parents. I'll give you my house. Um, <laughs> Josh, uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be the Gleek of the Week. Um, are there any upcoming projects, your social media, anything that you want to promote? Um, I'll be on a couple of new episodes of the NBC show, Mr. Mayor. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's fun. Awesome. And I'm trying to, I, I'm bad about posting, but I'm trying to post like just silly fun videos on Instagram and TikTok. Um, yeah. So I mean, enjoy Instagram reels. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's something my Instagram and my TikTok is Mr. Josh Sussman. I, okay. And yeah, so it's, I sometimes they'll, they call them dad jokes, but um, <laughs> and I like them. And what there is going to be, um, it hasn't been announced yet. Maybe by the, when this airs, it'll be announced. There's going to be a Glee convention in Liverpool, England. And I know some of the cast has already has been announced. And I okay. th- I'm in talks. It looks like I'm going to be there too, which will be my first time doing something like that. My first time going to England. Um, wait, wait, can you, because this will come out the first week of January. Um, can you reveal the time when it's I think it'll be, be in May yeah I think it'll okay. be in May 2022 in Liverpool it's like if you google uh Liverpool comic-con um yeah. so you'll see who's already announced like I think uh Matthew Morrison Heather Morris Kevin McHale oh so I think fun. Jen Ashkowitz so yeah um and you'll be and there so as think, well and well yeah, it's not finalized, but it's looking. Yeah. So hopefully by the t- when this airs, if you Google it, hopefully then I'll be on the list yeah. um, too. But it's looking like it's going to happen. So I'm excited. Um, oh, that's so exciting. For that and to meet Glee fans. Who knows what the travel rules will be like. Right. Yeah. And or if things, hopefully things get better. And uh, yeah, so that'll uh, be fun. But as an actor, you, after every job, you're unemployed and you never really do know what's coming right next yeah. so like unless we're lucky i have the mr mayors but after that like even with glee i was hired by on an episode by episode basis so even though i wound up doing 21 episodes like when i finished an episode i have no idea or guarantee if i would ever be back or do another sure. one and so that's still kind of my life now that even yeah. though i've been on the shows and had success i still you know i go on audition i still audition and um submit myself for whatever uh, shows yeah. and still it's still always pursuing it i'm a um lifelong addict to acting um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what you hear about like people going through just like you hear this term starving actors and it's because you mm. it's so good when you're getting to do it and when you get to act and it's so fun and it's like willing to go through all the you know just the struggle and the withdrawal just to have another chance to, to yeah. do it and that's how i want to spend my life yeah, I, I remember being so excited to to hear that you were coming back for that one season five episode. Like you were back for that that dream sequence yeah. for Rachel. Yeah. And I was I'm like, not... that must have been such a cool wake up call. Like, oh my God, I'm back. Yeah, no, I didn't expect that. Yeah. That that was at yeah, that was a very nice surprise. Yeah. And that was I think I was at Disneyland when I got yeah. the call. Um and at that point I was doing uh, it's funny, I was doing a pilot um, for ABC called The Winklers, where I was Henry Winkler's son. And <sighs> it's like, after I got that, that's when it didn't get picked up. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, 
And but it was after I was doing that that I got the. So it seems like whenever you're working and having success, that's when everything happens all at once. And I got the call for that Glee I, episode. I didn't even know if I was going to be able to do it. And yeah. I had uh, I had to be at do part of the table read for the other show and Glee mm-hmm. on the same day. And it's very I was glad I was all able to yeah. work out. But yeah, that was yeah fun to be part of that dream sequence. And I remember like my lines were. I love you, Rachel. Will you love me? Or why won't you love me back? Or something <laughs> like that. And and it's like, okay, that's my, that's my only line. You try to make the most of it or add choices. So I remember adding, why won't you love me back? And I just like stuck my tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it's just trying to add something to and yeah. So that after the first take, the director, Eric Stoltz, said, Josh, um, did you just stick your tongue out? And, <laughs> yes, I did. And I didn't yeah. know if I was in trouble or if it was bad. He was like, that's weird and creepy. Keep doing it. I love it. It's so know. good. And that, was, and that was in the episode. Yeah, they yeah, made it into the episode. So at yeah. first I didn't know. And yeah. Like I'm friends with Max Adler and he was there. And like he'll sometimes quote or joke like, Josh, did you just stick your tongue out? Like, was, <laughs> gonna, I don't know what he was going to say. Because you kind of right. feel like you're a kid in school. Like, am I in trouble? Or yeah. like normally that's not good behavior to stick your tongue out. <laughs> no, it was the right choice for Jacob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> season four, my hair was really short, but I got I grew my hair back out again. For yeah. That. That's no, amazing. that was fun. Good. And this was fun. You guys are awesome. Yes, thank you so much. This has been so good. I think the Gleeks are gonna fall in love with well, fall in love with Jacob Ben Israel. Have a weird, comfortable yeah. <laughs> attachment to season one. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, to end the episode, we're gonna say bye in our most annoying voices after one. Okay, three, two, one. Bye. 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 This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge, and you can follow me at McGuire M C G U Y underscore G U Y, and you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves, and the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at Gleek of the Week Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Whee! <laughs>